Boreda, good morning. It's lovely to have you with us in the parish of Castlechur and Gosainen. I hope you've had a good week and thank you for joining us. As we begin the service today, let me pray the collect, the special prayer of the church for this Sunday. Almighty God, whose Son Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life, raise us who trust in him from the death of sin to the life of righteousness, that we may seek those things that are above, where he reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. So let's worship together. reading from John 10 verses 11 to 18. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
I started to reflect and write about the gospel story of the Good Shepherd, I must say an image sprang to mind. That of Reverend Adrian, the shepherd, struggling in the storm, the pandemic, trying to get together all his sheep, the fairly new benefits of Lecher and Gosainen, into the fold, while some were still on the hillside, the members of the now closed St Michael's Church. Unlike the biblical shepherds, however, modern shepherds have helpers, and he has intelligent, alert and faithful helpers. I'm not sure whether they would like to be compared to border collies, but they are valuable, and some even sell for over £2,000. Anyway, in our reading today, John shows us that Jesus uses various pastoral metaphors about sheep, gatekeepers and the gate of the sheepfold in the first part of the chapter and now in the reading today as the Good Shepherd. He has contrasted himself with thieves, bandits who do not enter by the gate and strangers whom the sheep refuse to follow. Jesus then contrasts himself with the hired hand who is supposed to take care of the sheep but who really cares only for his own personal welfare. These negative images, thieves, bandits, strangers and hired hands, are thinly veiled metaphors for the Pharisees. I am the Good Shepherd is an important phrase in the Gospel, which includes a number of I am sayings. John quotes Jesus as saying, I am the door, I am the resurrection and the life, I am the true vine. And many centuries earlier in Exodus, Moses asks God's name. God replied, you tell the children of Israel this, I am sent, has sent you to me, sent me to you. In the Old Testament, Isaiah uses the phrase I am over and over again to refer to God. The Old Testament uses shepherds as a metaphor in Genesis, Psalm 23, and it uses in several other books. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep, brings to mind David, the shepherd boy who slew a lion and a bear in defence of his sheep in the book of Samuel. Surely some shepherds lost their lives trying to protect their sheep from the wild animals or thieves. Others lose their footing as they search for lost sheep at night, suffering injury or even death. Being a shepherd is not for the faint-hearted. Occasionally, a shepherd would die in an encounter with animals or thieves, but most will not. People who engage in risky occupations typically believe that it'll be the other person who will die. They don't, play, they don't plan to lay down their own lives, but rather to make their foe to lay down their life. While a good shepherd does not go to the field intending to die, Jesus will do exactly that in obedience to the Father. Jesus came into the world to die on the cross and it is the death of the Lamb of God that saves us from death. In verse 11, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep and in verse 14, the good shepherd knows his sheep and the sheep know him. The shepherd, Jesus, knows his sheep, the people, because he became flesh and lived among them. 
Jesus knows his own because he has lived in our skin and has experienced our joys and sorrows. He says that he knows his own and his own know him, even as the Father knows me and I know the Father. The unity of Father and Son is a major theme in the Gospel and Jesus gives us the sense of an all-encompassing intimacy that begins in his relationship with the Father. Jesus then says, He has other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them also, he says. A sheepfold or enclosure is for when sheep are not eating or grazing and it provides security and it fosters a sense of community. He says that he will bring these other sheep also and there will be one flock, one shepherd. He's probably referring to the Gentiles and implies that these sheep already belong to him but he has yet to bring them into the fold and that he must do so. He says, they will hear my voice. They will become one flock with one shepherd. We might not be corralled in one enclosure, but we are all one flock. Today, the barriers that separate us are likely to be denominational, national, racial, educational, vocational or financial. And such barriers are inappropriate among Christians. Christ calls us to be one flock. The Father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. This is John's view in verse 17. The other gospel writers give the view that it is God's action, but here it is that the Son acts in obedience to the Father, but of his own accord. His purpose being to save the world from sin. And Jesus was a willing participant in this, laying down his life for his sheep. The plan required the incarnation, the word becoming flesh and living among us, as John says in the beginning of his gospel. The plan also required Jesus' willing cooperation with those who were plotting to take his life. While those who plotted to take Jesus' life bear the guilt of their actions, it was never within their power to take Jesus' life. He says, no one takes my life away from me, but I lay it down by myself. But that will not be the end of the story. If Jesus has the power to lay down his life, he also has the power to take it again. The resurrection will triumph over the crucifixion. Amen.
Let's pray together. We pray today for the church, and especially for the church in this diocese of Swansea and Brecon. We give thanks for John, our bishop and archbishop, and for his long ministry among us. We pray for rest and much refreshment as he prepares for a well-deserved retirement. We pray too for the members of the Electoral College as they begin to discern who might be our new bishop, for all its members, and for the complexities of working out a meeting in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our parish, the new benefice of Casluchur and Gosainen, giving thanks especially for the life and witness of many faithful people who've met in St Michael's. As the church closed last week, we look back and we celebrate its legacy. It's been a place that has nurtured and encouraged the faith of many. But knowing that we are resurrection people, that out of death comes new life, we pray that God would guide us as we move forward, giving us hope for the future. We pray for the people that meet in our churches uh, and for their families. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our world and for its leaders, that God would give them wisdom and insight and courage to make difficult decisions in the midst of challenging times. We pray particularly for those who are vested with the responsibility of making difficult decisions in the middle of this pandemic. Lord, be with them. Encourage and guide them, we pray. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We continue to pray today for our community and for all its needs. We pray for our young people in schools and colleges and universities. We continue to give thanks for frontline workers, for doctors and nurses, and for all those who continue to ensure that our society runs well. We pray for the elderly and for the distressed, for the sick and for the dying, and for those who are housebound, that they would know the comfort and strength of Jesus with them. We pray too for those who are grieving the loss of so many in this sad time, that Jesus would be their strength, their comfort and their hope. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Finally, Lord, we give you thanks for everything that's good in our life and everything we treasure. The encouragement of friends and family, we give you thanks for all that is good and loving. But most of all, as we celebrate the gifts in our lives, we give thanks for the gift of Jesus, who, because he lived and died and rose again, gives to all of us a new and certain hope. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great to have you with us. As a new week begins, remember that if there's anything we can do, whether it be spiritual or practical, we are here for you. One of the things we're doing is arranging a team of callers. So if you're at home and isolating, but you'd appreciate a chat, then do get in touch. One of our wardens, Rob Samuel, is coordinating the team and his number is on the screen as we speak. Remember too that if you'd like someone to pick up a prescription or to do a little bit of shopping for you, you're very welcome to get in touch. I know that these are challenging times, but we're in it together. This week on Thursday at seven o'clock on Zoom, our Easter vestry takes place and there's still time to nominate someone if you'd like to do that. All the forms have already been distributed. I hope that you can join us as we gather. But as a new week begins, let me pray now for God's blessing on us. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen.